1970, three children were born during a total eclipse of the sun. Now, ten years later, they share a terrible compulsion to kill, and no one can stop them. If they decide they don't like you, watch out. So what the, uh, the audience listening at home can't see is uh, James says, while we've been catching up, hilariously been switching his backgrounds to scenes from this movie. Uh, and the scene that was up, James, I don't know if you noticed that one where the girls are removing her items of clothing is in the trivia. Is in the trivia for this film on IMDb that this person gets topless. Perfect. Were you looking on like certain forums? Is, is no. that where you found trivia? I was on IMDb. <laughs> and when you know you're in for a classic when <laughs> the, the trivia is someone gets their tits 18 out. minutes, 32 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the comment section Real of YouTube. classy job. <laughs> Wow, this is going to be a very classy... Suit is filth. Beautiful. James, when you announced this film last week, I instantly wrote it off and was dreading watching it. And I've got to say, I was pleasantly surprised. Same, man. I, I picked it because, you know me, you I think I cover? was literally finding things the minute before we started, <laughs> and I found a cover. I thought, we've covered, we've covered lots of occasions Christmas. I don't know if we've done a... a a, a bunny one for Easter, but we've covered a handful of occasions. One of them is Christmas. I think Christmas is the only occasion we've covered multiple times. <laughs> Halloween. Maybe that's it. Halloween. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. The two biggest days in the calendar. Oh wait, um, Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> that is a date, correct? Yeah. And yeah, I saw Bloody Birthday, and just the, the the premise of three children born in the height of an eclipse of the sun. Ten years later, they begin the, the, to murder people around them, even their family members. I have a editor's note. If they were pitching this film to me as a producer, and I'll be like, "You've got you here's your money. You can make the film." First change I would make though is have it be their sixth birthday, so that it's six six six. What were they thinking? That is so obvious. I just I feel like at ten you can probably kill better. Like if you if you're six, you're probably swinging a very weak bat <laughs> at that point. Like it's, it's there was a good moment in this where one of the kids realised that they were no longer a threat, and then instantly got piled on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, Specs realises he can't do anything. I haven't seen it, although I do. I did reckon, recognize clips of this, so I potentially have seen it a long time ago. But Red Letter Media have done this in the best of the worst. And I'm tempted to watch that afterwards because I want to hear what they say about it because I don't know if my taste has got worse during this show, but I genuinely enjoyed this. Uh, and I've only marked it down for its lack of violence. I was told it would be a bloody birthday and it was more of a... A, a smattering, a smattering. Of, of, of blood in and around a birthday, but not particularly <laughs> on the birthday. There might yeah. have been one kill on the birthday. Th th yeah. th there wasn't... Yeah, I was really hoping. I had, I had high hopes for that birthday scene. <laughs> Me too. I thought this is getting really fucking brutal. I wanted like ghost ship opening scene <laughs> antics. What, just everyone that... throwing up and shitting themselves? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. The whole town. What would you yeah. do? Like for some or reason, like, the whole town was there. Just like rips through everyone. <laughs> <laughs> The whole town was there. So what happens when everyone dies? Did they just go to the next town? I guess the kids starve because they realize they can't take care of themselves. 
I mean, they're not great planners. Locking a kid in a fucking fridge is not that bad. But also they were like, right, we've got a secret plan here to deal with this teacher. And the secret plan is just to fucking shoot her. I think it was a great plan to put that kid in the fridge. It's just they didn't expect little Timmy to MacGyver his way out there. Yeah. Especially with that torch that he had on him for some reason. Oh, yeah. The the pen torch. Little did they know that they had actually put him in, in the safest place possible. Because as we've discussed previously on, on, on other podcasts, oh, yeah. fridges will keep you alive um, from a lot of things. Okay, except like Manhunters and Madmen, sorry. Um, but it will protect you from nukes. Was that even a fridge is what I was going to ask. <laughs> Yeah, it was a, like an ice box. Oh, like, okay. It was like like an, an old style fridge because there, there used to be a proper fear that you would get stuck in fridges, which again, like I'm sure we talked about. They said that in Back to the Future, it was originally a uh, like a box, but they changed it to a car because uh, kids would lock themselves in fridges. I guess back in the day, fridges had those big old handles on them, whereas With, like now... latches on it. As yeah. well to seal it. Whereas, whereas now it's like we just rely on the. I suction. think they have the safety seal. I don't know if that's the only thing that's changed. Maybe I might. See, I might try and climb into my fridge later. Just hide it maybe, out. Maybe I'll Lexi wait until comes someone in else is and home. just sees shit all over the kitchen. It's just like, where's James? <laughs> <laughs> Did he get the munchies? Classic James. So this is uh, 1981's Bloody Birthday, directed by Ed Hunt, who I guess from from what I'd looked up had directed porn and alien documentary, and then like wrote the Jungle Book. Um, no. Wrote, like, no, wrote the Jungle Book like PC game. Sorry, I shouldn't have paused there. Okay, yeah. Wrote the Jungle <laughs> Book PC Wait, Roger game. Roger Kipling like, directed this. <laughs> like uh, after this. It's got like the DNA of a good B movie director there. Yeah, um, the producer he's listed on IMDb as this being one of his first films, and then I scrubbed through his film and he uh, films rather, and he did a lot of shit. But he also did like Dumb and Dumber, and it's just like okay, Dumb and Dumber's like fine, and the one before it was like fine, but then he said like fucking a film about like a talking crocodile and and loads of other shit, and it's just like I don't know if that guy's of note. Just because he got lucky with one film, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Also, some of the um the main actress. Me and you have discussed this while watching it. There is a. I'm just going to do the 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 leg rub. Oh please do the leg rub of the most 80s hot woman I've ever seen. The main, I'd say, main lady in this film. I, do you know what? I should have written her fucking name down, but I didn't because she's sort of famous in the horror world. Laurie Lethlin. That's Lethlin. it. For the longest time, I couldn't figure out who the fuck she was because her only picture on IMDb is must be from a very early film she's in where she's caked in makeup. Yeah, she looks like looks like a zombified like eight year old or bones yeah. victim. And that's her picture on IMDb, and that is not what she looks like at all. One of the kids, I think Jamie, not Jamie, sorry, Jimmy. I think he's in ET. So he's done a couple of other things. But the kid that's in your background right now, the one with the glasses pointing the gun, Curtis. Curtis. He's done quite a few things. So these people did go on and do stuff, but a lot of them, the pictures are from this film on their IMDb. And I'm going to be honest, like these, if they had really shit kid actors, this would not have landed. I think one of them might have been shit because that's why you probably <laughs> didn't see as much as Steven. <laughs> he's barely in it. Like that kid, Curtis, is fucking great, and Debbie is fucking great. Like they smashed it. As did that Jimmy kid. They're like proper good kid actors. Look, look hey, he can wield a baseball bat. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he's he's strong. He does have a couple of weaknesses. I guess acting and water. <laughs> and tight spaces. <laughs> I was very confused near the start of this film when she was getting money off them to spy on her sister naked. I assumed that they were triplets that were all born on the same day. They didn't make it clear enough that they had so, separate parents. All right. You don't even let's, see let's their parents. A, so let's take it back to the beginning then. Let's do it. To the JPEG so of the moon. We start at Meadowvale Hospital in 1970. Sorry, I've just thought of something, James. Is it nighttime? No, there's there's an eclipse. Yeah, I know, but it looks really dark to... before the eclipse happens. That's what I'm saying. Well, it was starting to eclipse. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was eclipsing. Doctors were looking at it, which you should not do. But yeah, they're like, we, we've got a busy one tonight. Oh, it's going to be a full eclipse. Uh, and then they run inside. And what happens next is upsetting. I guess what happens next explains why there are no good like gruesome murders in this because they clearly didn't have a special effects team they had um like images of different stages of the eclipse JPEG. they just fucking cross-faded between <laughs> but like slightly out of place so it never looks right there was um, a moment later on when uh, there was a shot that looked fine and then when it cut back to that shot it was suddenly really yellow but then there was a fade there so i was like oh that's why that sort of changed <laughs> so they apparently according to ed hunt they did film this film to be more violent, but it all got cut out. And that wasn't... Because the version you saw was on Shudder, right? And that yes. was Arrow? Uh, I don't know who did it. I didn't know if Arrow put this out. I think Arrow have re-released. Oh, nice. So what, while the Eclipse horrific slideshow is going on, <laughs> you hear the Doctor being like, Hello, Mrs. Portnoy. It's a beautiful baby boy. Hey, Mrs. Flintstone, it's a wonderful girl. Hey, really? I, I, I wrote down boy, girl, boy, but I yeah, didn't they hear were saying, him like, name them. The, the different uh... like mum's surnames. Okay, because like, I like, missed that. And I guess probably. that was the time going by in the eclipse as well, because otherwise he must have had them lined up with like yank cords at each other. <laughs> Do you know what? That is correct. But because uh, it was so poorly put together, I didn't clock that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the eclipse should have had like a clock on it, like. like... <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was very confused. I can't remember when I figured it out uh, that they weren't all related. Um... When they kept coming round to each other's houses and and like blaming it on other people, and they're being told they can't come over. It confused the fuck out of me for the first half. Also, because they looked nothing alike, but the girl yeah. and the blonde boy looked like that they could be related. But then the yeah. other guy, like the fucking model kid who went on to great things is just like shouldn't be in this film steven really lets the side down i don't even know i can't even remember if he speaks no his strength he must is, do. is in his silence <laughs> they're like the three fucking hyenas out of lion king like one of them just doesn't speak <laughs> um so we then jump forward a decade yeah so we're now in 1980 and we are in a graveyard with some teens getting frisky, playing a um, risky game of, uh, of was it Red Light? No, the game was Ambulance, and I'd like to point out that in Ambulance. 1980, consent hadn't been invented yet. Yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't a thing. <laughs> so let's play this game, Lee. You put your hand on my knee, and I'll tell you when to stop. Yes. Stop. Uh, 
ambulances don't stop for red lights. That is. Oh, you're touching me beyond what I wanted now. Yes. Okay, let's roll with it. Um, and that's how it went. And then we got some good titty grabs. They do something even better. Yeah, this film opens with tits. But they're like, oh, I- I'm worried we're going to get seen. Let's hide oh, yes, in an open grave. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they-, they don't want to fucking, like, daylight. Sorry, not in, in-, in nightlight <laughs> in the middle of a graveyard. So they jump deep into an open grave. Now, I don't know about you, but, like, the average person's body, like upper body strength. I don't know if they can climb out of a deep grave anyway. Yeah, I know, right? That'd be six foot. That would be like taller than you. Yeah. And it was quite a wide grave because they obviously needed to get the camera crew in there as well. <laughs> well, that's America. Like, I guess they had some wider people. Maybe, maybe it was a grave for a couple. crane lowering this guy in. <laughs> he was only 38 when he died. We had to burn the house down. <laughs> So yeah, so so they're fucking or trying to fuck in the in the grave, and is there? Oh, they get some dirt thrown on them mm-hmm. while he's like playing with their nips. So he stands up to have a look and gets like Home Alone shoveled in the face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not once but twice. And then he drops down, so she stands up and she yeah. gets like corded around the neck and strung up. Now, now that we know who the killers are, yeah, and spoilers. It's children. That's a lot of strength, right? I mean, hitting someone in the face with a shovel is fine, but if there's, the, like, if all the, three the of them... But if all three of them were doing it, I reckon they could probably pull her up. She didn't look like she weighed that much. Yeah. She was quite skinny. Mm. Doesn't the yeah. guy try to help, and then he gets shoveled some more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, goes, he goes to try and help him free her neck, um, and then, yeah, they <laughs> slam him in the face again. <laughs> so then I can only assume that they were buried alive. <laughs> which is brutal they got fucking casinoed by some kids oh my god (laughs) and they also dropped a key piece of evidence in there the skipping rope handle we see some cop logic on the level of nightmares at a damaged brain is it where the cop instantly blamed the kid for it even though like it couldn't have been him like the the other child was beaten to death by a full-grown man he's like where were you where were you in front of everyone where were you prepubescent child (laughs) you clearly have the strength of five men so the after this happens, we see the skip rope handle fall in, and then Jimmy comes home through the yeah, window. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy sneaks in through a window, and we think he's he's gonna maybe kill this this girl. Oh, because they zoom in on the knife, don't on, they? and the, and the back of her head. Yeah, yeah. And then he kicks over the knife, and she's like, "What are you doing, you little rascal? Why are you?" There's a really good "Why are you?" a moment later on, where he's where the kid goes to shoot through the glass and the guy goes it's bulletproof glass you idiot it's like a classic you <laughs> Maxie. <laughs> he'd like throw his hat down on the floor start stamping on it why you <laughs> he says that he was feeding the dog we do actually see that dog later on yeah yeah and i, that, I mean that dog dog definitely looks like half blind and looks like he's about to die yeah. but he's a good boy <laughs> And then we cut to the the police questioning the kids about mm-hmm. the murder in the graveyard and being like, now what is murder, kids? And then Curtis gets up really smug, but he, I don't know, I, I, I think, because is he the son of, no. Uh, it was Debbie who said, just like oh, on Debbie, TV, yeah. and she's he's like, oh, not like on the TV, I'm afraid it's worse than on the TV, but she's his 
she's the daughter of him. Yeah, that's it. And like, this is real, real murder. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's like, being like, like you, you kids are the only one that can kill an adult with a skipping rope. So, yeah, that is a bizarre leap in logic to assume that because it's the handle of a skip rope that it was a child. I don't think they're saying they were asking if anyone knew who skip rope that was. But that seems a bit traumatizing to be like, okay, so we've got a piece of evidence. It's a child's toy that links it to the crime. Let's go to a school and interrogate all of the children to see which one's missing the toy. And openly, like, blame them all for committing murder. Yeah. And also, if you're that, if you're going to do that, then surely you'd check your own kid's stuff and you'd notice that your daughter's skip rope was missing its fucking handle. Oh, he finds out later. Oh, he does. He does. Do you know what? The pacing of this film's really good. Yeah. It's like a vignette after vignette of these kids doing like Looney Tunes murders to other people. <laughs> and it never got boring. And it like it started early. Like to the point where the first time it happens, not not the not the initial scene in the graveyard, but the next bit, I was like, well, this has to be a dream or something. This can't really be happening. But yeah. alas, it fucking did. He slipped down the stairs on a skateboard and smashed his head 30 times on those four <laughs> steps. <laughs> and man, those uh, concrete steps really gave him a lot of splinters. Yeah. <laughs> they really did a number on the back of his head when he was laying face down. And these kids are very thorough, though, with not being coated in blood. Yeah, they clean up after themselves, which is good. But they don't get anything on them. Like later on, when she's running around in that like white nighty. Yeah. And she wears a lot of white. I'm like, how are you not? Because I, oh, I guess she's trying to be like the innocent character. One of the kids white. wears white overalls as well at one point. Yeah. yeah. No, dungarees. Come on. Dungarees. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's hip. Oh, wait. I wanted to say about that shovel, the shovel stuff. The music had very Psycho vibes in it. And that was even like, oh, you know, he took inspiration from Psycho. But to me, it sounded very similar to Friday the 13th. To the point where I was just like, they just... Jaws. Yeah, I just felt that they stole that music. And when it was, I looked up the composer, and he's done a bunch of other like '80s horror films, but, but like not Friday the Thirteenth. So I was like, he could have been the same guy, but it's not. Uh, I just felt like that was fucking crazy similar. Just a straight up rip. And there was a scene in this that felt like a straight up rip from Halloween when the girls were walking down the street, and then this the the yeah. mate who is the daughter of the policewoman, which is identical to Halloween. Ah, oh, Beverly. Sweet, sweet Beverly. We'll get, oh, okay. So the kids, at the end of that class, the kids go out to the teacher and they say, it's our birthday next Monday. Can we all not have homework? And she's like, no, life is not for joy. Here's some homework lemons. Is. Buy them. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, but I won't melt in their mouth. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I wrote, Blondie's going to get stabby because that innocence can only be like a murderous vibe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Def- and then also in the same scene, the <laughs> sister... Oh. What's her fucking name? Joyce. The main girl. Is it Joyce? Joyce? Yeah, Joyce. I wrote down Faith Kelly, and then I realised later on it was Joyce. <laughs> Joyce, in the same scene, questions her little brother again, being like... Because she works at the school. Mm. She's just like, where were you last night? A man was murdered. It's like, do you, do you suddenly think your fucking brother did it? Like, killed two people. When did Children of the Corn come out? Oh, like the 70s. It would have so been before So maybe this. they've seen that and... She was like, J- Jimmy, 
Have we got a fucking Children of the Corn scenario going on? Is that what's happening? Where's your pitchfork? Yeah, where have you got a skip rope? Are you a little girl, Jimmy? And then she just like slaps him around the face. I told you, boys don't jump rope, bitch. <laughs> what were you really doing? <laughs> uh, well, we're going to find out what he was doing oh, right uh, about now. Because now... For a 30-minute scene of this movie. Debbie, who is... Oh, they're all 10, aren't they? Debbie, uh, who is clearly the brains of the op, has Curtis and Stephen, her two triplets by another mudlets, coming around and looking through a little spy hole and watching her older sister get, get her tartars out and get stripped off and, and like just dance around naked quite a lot. Which Yeah, that is one. Of, and she must do it a lot because all of the boys seem to go around and stare at I'll be honest, James. When I was 10 years old, I wasn't that interested in seeing naked girls. At the age of 10. No, yeah, I think I was. <laughs> that glory hole in her fucking cupboard was fucking huge. I do not know how she didn't notice it. <laughs> I don't think it's a glory hole so much of people. <laughs> that girl strips for a very long time of this film. The kids have to pay a quarter, and then she dances around for a while, and she gets her tits out. She dances around for a long time and keeps coming back and forth to the cupboard to get shit. Yeah. And then she feather boas her tits. Yeah. For no reason. Put on a good show. But th- this, f- this film kept cutting back and forth between kids and naked people. Yeah. And I was concerning. like, you trying to make like, you trying to make a point here. You- I don't know if they would do that these days. Also, it's interesting that when she would go into the cupboard to pull stuff, she wouldn't notice that hole considering later on when she looks she can see her full sister's eye but also i suspected i was wrong obviously that when the i've forgotten her name already joyce tells her i was thinking she was gonna be like oh yeah i know because why else would you for so long be doing that oh yeah i know i've been i've been making dimes on that quarter (laughs) (laughs) i think she just like man it was the 80s like she was just Enjoying her tits out. I mean, mo- most of the people in this film don't wear bras anyway. No, I think because maybe she's somewhat famous as well. She's been in Clueless, the TV show, and the movie, and a bunch of Disney stuff later later on in her life. I think that's why it's listed in the trivia that she was topless in it. That is such a fucking bizarre thing to put in the trivia. Yeah, there really? she is. There she is. I thought we were going to see more of her again later where her sister was fucking eyeing her up and measuring the glory hole to see if her fucking... No, 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 she wasn't. She wasn't doing that. She was just moving the clothes over to one side, but it, oh, okay. it was a way to be like, look, she now has arrows who, that definitely weren't there in the earlier scene. I'm, I'm, really? I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> but that, like, those are very sharp arrows. And that's a fucking... It's a long bow that she has. That thing is massive. Yeah, yeah. Her da- what is she doing? <laughs> well, her dad was a police officer. So he's been training her to kill. Yeah, but I don't think he'd... Yeah. I didn't, he didn't realise we were going to have a fucking we need to talk about Kevin scenario going on in his fucking <laughs> cu- like cupboard. But also, how often did anyone use that cupboard and not notice that there's a fucking glory hole in it? Yeah. Like there's two parents in that house. Jump really (laughs) well, not for long. Well, yeah. (laughs) Is this the yeah? Is this happening right now? Oh, and then we have like the heart back to to Halloween as well. So as the two girls like are walking down the avenue of trees, 
um, looking very 80s. And then the dad pulls up in the cop car and he's like chatting to them, warning them to come home and don't stay out before midnight and or, yeah. or don't stay out after dark. And then, yeah, so the kid sets up a, a trip hazard. And they also kind of, at this point, they introduce the, a lot like the locking system. So they have like an electronic system that locks all the doors in the house. Yeah, which does not exist. No, that's not really a thing that exists also uh oh no this is set up later on but the windows are like bulletproof for some reason this guy's a built, lot of people this, are coming after this cop yeah the, this fortress that this guy's built in this He's quiet built a little house, town let's be honest well yeah and also <laughs> There's lots um, of not to keep people out <laughs> <laughs> they uh the daughter in this scene it's just like oh one murder happened to my dad thinks he's kojak and it's just like maybe he's jealous that someone got there first that's why he's built this fucking hh holmes murder prison yeah. fucking thing <laughs> we're full of glory holes <laughs> those are those are speed holes <laughs> so the the kids are then out back skateboarding and jumping rope mm. it must be tricky to jump rope when you've only got one handle but the um the the kids are then like setting up um, setting up a skateboard on the concrete steps and testing to make sure you can slip on it, mm-hmm. which I like. It's, it's cool. And I think that's Stephen doing that. Yes. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, yeah, Stephen sets that up. And then Debbie, the little girl, calls out to Daddy, come have a look, come see what I can do. And I really like the camera work here. They played it nicely because they had, obviously, like, it's high angle because she's innocent and because he's coming down the steps. Mm-hmm. A nice little like red herring as he just steps over over the skateboard. Yeah. But then he comes like to her side, then she drops the skipping rope down on the ground and he kneels down. The camera goes from like a really high angle on her to this low angle on him. And um and then a, a low angle on her, sorry, and a high angle on him. So suddenly the the weight has shifted and she's look, gone from looking innocent to looking murderous as he picks up what's clearly the murder weapon and then batter up. Yeah, he gets swinging. fucking... He gets battered, mate. The fucking Stephen runs in and mashes his head in quite a few times with that yeah. fucking baseball bat. Also, I don't know if this is a plot hole, but he came home and, ha- and chastised his wife for not turning on the security system, being like, oh, what's the point of having this if anyone can just walk in and then turns it on? So then in theory, he wouldn't be able to walk out the back door unless that got addressed when, because that kid kept fiddling I around with it. I think he fiddles with it, yeah. So I think it locks whatever you want it. His wooden fucking back door that has like glass in it. I kept uh, thinking yeah. that he was like going to rig that like security system so when you touch it, you fried yourself. Yeah, yeah. Which would have been <laughs> go full great. murderous Home Alone. Yeah, I, this and came out just after Joyce like shock herself. <laughs> yeah, this this they they mash his head in and then and the mum's blending, which is why she didn't hear it. Yeah, and then Air they they like Air grab tight. it is. And they grab him and start like dragging him over towards the steps because mm-hmm. they're like, the fucker didn't trip on our trap. And then Timmy. That bit was cool, man. It shows over. how little they give a fuck because they were slightly annoyed that he didn't fall for the trap. Yeah. But it's good that they also had a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was probably holding the rope to be like, well, if he turns around, I guess I'll just choke him. Yeah. Because when she dropped the rope, I was like, what's her game here? Is she just going to give herself up that, that early? And then when the dad's head started getting smashed in, I was like, this can't be happening. Like, shit, they're killing the sheriff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Day, what, like, 10 minutes in, and they've fucking massacred three people already. 
so then yeah timmy rocks up and kind of catches them as they're like repositioning him on the step mm-hmm. debbie does her her thing that she does quite a few times and acts innocent and calls for help just as she's been spotted yeah yeah um but i think timmy's a little bit suspicious of it mate she's um, fucking gone girl this is the prequel to gone girl <laughs> to be fair though to be fair they he didn't see them moving that he just goes oh what happened and then she just like calls for the mum to help but look at his positioning obviously the the audience can't see but he's quite high to the top of the stairs yeah so how are you going to explain how his head is that smashed in he's high up but also he's on his front you know i've just noticed that blonde boy wears the same t-shirt in every scene he's in oh yeah flick through your pictures and he will be wearing the exact same t-shirt the other guys look there you go the other guys change uh, their clothes. No, no, no. Oh, not on the birthday. He's got a shirt yeah. on his birthday. Also, a, a weird little thing. I, I feel like they kept putting the girl in like really short skirts, like strangely short skirts. That's quite short. Yeah. And I, there were a few scenes where I thought like, this is weird. Like when she was in the tree house in a oh, short yeah. skirt and it was like a low camera angle. Yeah. And then um, she was like, hey, have you ever played doctor? No, she said ambulance. She no, said she, no, she no, goes, she said, have you played doctor? And then she said ambulance afterwards. Because she's like, I know how to play ambulance, which is a nice thing. I like yeah. that this, this film doesn't fuck around like Madman and a couple of others we've done, where it's just like, these are the killers. Yeah. Let's go with it. There's no like mystery. It's like from fucking day one, that from moment one, they're like, guess what? Not only are they killers, but they've just massacred their dad and he's the chief of police. Just follow the murderers the whole way through and watch everyone run around headless. Although I do like seeing them. It does turn a bit fucking Three Stooges where they try- they keep trying to kill Jimmy and fucking it up. <laughs> yeah, it got pretty farcical, but it's like they because they're not pro killers, they kept yeah. being pretty good, but being caught out. So then having to kill more people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I think every now and then just thinking, oh, maybe we'll just kill someone for fun. Yeah, like the two people in that van. Yeah, or the two kids like playing ball in their garden. So, you know, you said that when they mashed that guy's head in, it was airtight uh, because of the blender. That is mm. the, That airtightness is going to change when that gun comes into play and no one seems to ever hear the gun. But for some reason, here's a bell going off in the junkyard and the police show up. Yeah, that was strange. And that bell gets set off by running over it. Yeah, that's not how a bell works. (laughs) Although, to be fair, that car did move around quite a lot, considering it could go only go in a straight line. And there Mm. was a shot where I could see a guy with a hood over it. (laughs) With like a black sheet on him. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a chair. Which seems ridiculous because they've already like pointed out that the kid was wearing a ghost outfit, so they could have just kept him in the seat until then and then like jumped out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so where do we go now? The da- oh, I tell you where we go now. A fucking funeral. Cut straight to the funeral. They didn't even fuck about. It. They buried the guy straight away. Loads of kids at this funeral, and it's not the first yeah. funeral where there's loads of kids. It seems the whole town loved each other. Also, there's one kid wearing like a cowboy pink shirt. Which, if that was at my funeral, I would get rise from the grave and be like, <laughs> disrespectful, get out of my funeral. Why would you wear my shirt at my funeral? <laughs> <laughs> get like, come out with a fucking like lasso spinning. <laughs> Just like, get ready. I'm gonna knife you. 
And so then they play hide and seek, right? Yeah, they play hide and seek in the scrapyard. Mm-hmm. They need to do Timmy over because Jimmy because he's he might know what's going on. No wait, is it Jimmy? I thought it was Timmy. It's Jimmy, and there's another kid. Oh, wait, is there a Timmy and a Jimmy? No, I kept like I South keep Park. messing, I keep messing their names up. Uh, it, sure. is, it is he's, Jimmy. He's Timmy. Is he Timmy? Timmy. Oh, it is Timmy. I, I've been calling him Jimmy this whole time. I there's another kid here, but I don't know if it's the blonde kid. There's another or, kid that looks kind of like Timmy, but oh, in this one, there's just like a random kid. Yeah, because they're like, we're gonna go. I've got a really good hiding spot, and then uh, the Gl- Curtis pulls out a fucking gun and points it <laughs> at the kid, and it's just like, you're not, no, you're not gonna find out where our hiding spot is. It's like I think that's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, all right. If all you right, get found I'll, in I'll the go. game and you just pull out a gun and you're like, no, you didn't. Like, that's <laughs> cheating. <laughs> well, no, no, because he was with them trying to hide. Yeah. So, yeah, he was with them trying to hide and he was like, I'm not going to show you my good fucking hiding spot. And then he then he baits him into the into the fridge. Yeah. But the kid knew the fear of it as well. The kid was like, I'm not going to get in there. What if we get stuck? He's like, don't worry, we'll just close one door. Yeah, and then yeah. jumps out and latches him shut. That kid just must like be so thick to not see the kid away. jump out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he walk. He walks up to the blonde, the other blonde kid, and then they like clap, high five each other. They're like, "Yeah, we got him." And it's, I'm sorry, but like, if I know they're kids, but he's gonna get found. He was making so much noise, and someone must work at that fucking junkyard. Apparently, people bell... in the junkyard all the time. Yeah. If a bell goes off and the police show up, I feel like a kid smashing on a fucking. Also, I love how his sister just doesn't believe him. Like, instantly just doesn't mm. believe him. She's like, where have you been? He's like, I got locked in a fucking fridge. Look, I'm all cut up. She's like, where'd you get the cuts? She's like, you're always lying. I, I, I can't tell anymore through your lies. Fuck it's off. like, he was feeding a dog. He locked himself out, so he came into the front door, and then he got locked in the fucking fridge. He got scraped up. Where do we go from the... This is before. Uh, so, in the fridge, then she's chatting to her... Like, uh, Joyce is chatting to their dad, who's on holiday because he's got, like, a heart condition. Oh, my so God, that dad's voice. Parents. Yeah. and that I was, like, it sounds a like slow-down, like normal like voice. Div- yeah, it sounds like he's been disguised. Yeah. <laughs> you like scary movies? program. <laughs> Or oh, perhaps he's wondering why he's shoot a man. And then that's when Timmy MacGyver's his way out of the fridge. Yes. And then there's like Does he saw it out or does he No he open he, the latch? He like he unscrews this little lever and then he uses this bit of metal to flick the latch open. Yeah. He uses a, he that. uses a coin. Like, if he, if he, he was screws... gonna use that coin to to see some titties, but he used it to save his life instead. I know, right? Just think if Debbie Airtight. hadn't have been murdering. He... Oh, because yeah, he would yeah. have spent that coin yeah. and not had it. Airtight. 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 Unlike <laughs> that fridge. Yeah. <laughs> when he got it open at least. So yeah, so then he gets out and he gets home like that bit where she's um she's bitching at him and saying like where are you we just went through that yeah but then he she says look where were you really on that night and he says fine i w- went over to see debbie but she wasn't there and he said right well, what were you doing he said i was, tr- I was paying a quarter to see beverly's tits 
the sister is so again this is before they invented consent it's 1980 the sister laughs it off she's like oh classic brother peeping tom classic criminal brother Cla- classic sister like pimping out her sister's peep show yeah i know right <laughs> i mean that does do sound like something a kid would do but timmy's sister joyce the main character i'd say is her reaction's not... She should be like, okay, well, this is why you don't do that. As opposed to being like, oh, you. Here's some more... Here's some money. Here's a fiver. You can get a good hour out of it. Here's my camera. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this now where the kids plot to kill the teacher? So, yeah. So then then we cut to the kids there in the treehouse and they're looking at a scrapbook that has her dad in it. So Mm -hmm. Debbie's dad they killed. And then they stick on the teacher's face next. Mm-hmm. And Steve, Stephen does talk here. He's mocking the teacher. Oh, yes, he is. He's doing like his best, like Richie from it. I love that they're like, oh, we've got a plan to deal with her. We've got an elaborate plan to deal with her that they'll <laughs> they'll never see coming. It will be then, so like... <laughs> finesse that like, oh, the amount of planning that went into it. And then they just fucking shoot her in the back. <laughs> Curtis like walks in just holding a. Magnum, just like, yeah, walks into raised, raised high. Where and is I, that? I like that she Where was is like, that? This is at, at the school. That's at the school. It looks like at her the school, house. she's cleaning art supplies in a kitchen. It's got an oven. It's no, got the... bins. Yeah. Is yeah. that a school? It's at a school. Yeah, because they've got the playground outside, and then Joyce comes in to work. We know because this is America that if you hear a gunshot in a school, you'll not even be that bothered about it. But like, so that's one thing that I noted because Mrs. Davis, who is it, Mrs. Davis, who was like, I think her, like the actress, her dad is like the father of method acting. Really? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> wow. something like that. I'm gonna have a quick look. Whereas um, Verda Davis, yeah, Susan Strasberg. She didn't do much after this film, so maybe she actually died in that scene. <laughs> and her, yeah, her dad is um, Lee Strasberg, who's like the like a, a, a famed um, like acting coach. What a bizarre fucking claim to fame! Weird, right? Weird that she ends up in this film. She turns around and says to says to Curtis, like, if I catch you with that fake gun one more time, because we've seen it now pulling around, they do a really good job with with like with foreshadowing. They did have some scheming, sorry. They broke into the dad's cupboard with the gun in it and switched it out for the fake one, which yeah. is really cool for later on as well. Yeah. So that's where he got the real gun. He just it so happened to be fucking about with a toy gun. There was a replica gun. And to be fair... Which he's been doing for a while, it sounds like. Yeah. To be fair, I think this is before they started making sure that guns had those orange tips. And it was before they'd stopped letting kids take guns into schools. <laughs> no, they still let them do that. I think this kid's a bit... Actually, no, this kid isn't as good as the other kid from the Screaming Brain or whatever it's called. That kid who is proficient in all firearms. Oh, wait. So Okay, so this kid then so curtis has the gun he then like says oh okay yeah i'll put it away and does like a detective and puts his his jacket over his gun and then shoots her while her back is turned and i'm like she turned her back before you put the coat over the gun just shoot her i don't know if that was to silence it because from now on no one 
I mean, no one ever recognizes gunshots in this film. Even if it's literally outside, like fucking Timmy and Joyce are on high alert because they think there's some shit going on. The whole town's on high alert because there's been murders. And right outside their house, two people in a van are shot at point blank range. And no one fucking... unloads that fucking gun. No one hears that sound. He shoots the teacher once and then runs outside but gives the gun to the to Stephen who's hiding in the closet. Well, I think no, no, no. They both oh, they hide clean in the up. closet. Yeah, they both hide in the closet and then Joyce comes in mm-hmm. and Debbie calls over to Timmy and like because Timmy walks in with Joyce. Timmy is rightly still pissed with with Oh Curtis. yeah, he kicks the and fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> so then Curtis runs outside and then Timmy sees him. He's like you motherfucker! <laughs> like, do you know what's him. great about Timmy? Is even though he is outnumbered by three literal dangerous killer kids, he's a he's b well he's one oblivious to the fact that they're that dangerous, but b doesn't give a fuck about them. It yeah. kicks. He doesn't care. There's three of them, and he will fight them. I think he's like he wants to be their friend, and then he's like, "You yeah. locked me in a fucking fridge, you asshole!" And then just like beats the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. But then Stephen's holding a gun in one of the cupboards and he's about to shoot Joyce because why not? Um, yeah. And then Joyce like, turns around so he hides. She opens a cupboard and Miss What's-Her-Face falls in him. Miss Davis. Miss um, Vi- Viola Davis. Speaking of being airtight, this is one of two scenes where the kids are so lucky that everyone bleeds paint. Because this is one of two scenes where, like, yes. someone's cleaning art supplies, so it looks like that's what's being cleared up, not blood. covered in red. Yeah, yeah, and also <laughs> the references to stealing uh, nail polish, uh, nail polish, and then being like, "I spilt the nail polish." Airtight, except for the gun. <laughs> it's very clever. Yeah, <laughs> this is like airtight, but like one of the corners is broken on the Tupperware, <laughs> so like it's just seeping a little bit. <laughs> So after that, Timmy has now been told, like, you're not to hang out with Debbie, just come straight home and stuff and don't hang out with Curtis and people. But Debbie lures him up to the treehouse to to play, like, saying, have you ever played Ambulance? Which is a bit weird. They're both 10. The first time we were taught what that game was, was by teenagers. Fro- oh, I guess that's how she learned. Yeah, that's how I she I just realised that. She was watching the, the teenagers frolic. But this bit's great because we see that there's a spike in the garden. Yeah, and like he just happens to climb over that, uh, like he sat at the top of the treehouse over that spike. Yeah, so she's just about to shove him over the edge in a little fucking conniving way. But he's saved by the bell, isn't he? Yeah, the phone he, rings. He spots a scrapbook as well, but he's saved by the bell. Oh yeah, he. She's like, oh, what is it? A storybook or something? It's, it's my diary. Oh yeah, yeah. He's saved by the phone call. And then he goes He goes to her, because he's this much of a little simp. The phone is ringing. Would you like me to go answer it? <laughs> like, you don't go and answer other people's phones. Uh, I, I used to. I used to when I was younger. Uh, oh, wait. The t- this is the sister at the same time, because they know she's trouble, because she found the dead body. She's come home, and we know that Timmy's not there, but she's found a note on the door to say that he's gone to the junkyard, and she's oh, like, he couldn't even note. wait. It said from Timmy, I've gone to the junkyard. And she was just like, he couldn't even keep his promise for one day. That's so clever. Which is why she goes to the junkyard. Also, this poor woman cries so much. She loses so many close friends. Yes. Yeah, it's traumatic for her. 
<laughs> and she's lost a, like a good source of income as well. Because I, I imagine that the 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 chief or the sheriff was the breadwinner of that family, and he paid for a babysitting cost. True. But yeah, so she goes to the graveyard, and she's attacked by a combination of of scarecrow and Casper. <laughs> uh, drive, driving a car as like like it's a proper Scooby Doo moment, like where you you like open up the cloak and it's like three kids like stood on each other's shoulders. So one's yeah. operating the pedals, and the others operating yeah. the steering wheel. It is cool that Curtis is really good with machines. So like he hot wires the car. Yeah, they show up with like a random little vignette where it's like his granddad's like, "Wow, that's good. How'd you do that?" He's like, "Ah, just comes to me naturally." It's yeah, like, you're yeah. such a whiz. Yeah, yeah. G Wheelikers kid. Yeah, um, kind. Yeah, so they like they're chasing her down in the car. That was the plan. They were gonna run her over and somehow make that look like an accident. But then they do something bizarre. They like tie the she gets stuck on some like debris. And yeah. they tie the steering wheel to the no, fucking the, the, accelerator. No, there's like a um in 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 American cars they've got like a parking brake on the side. Mm-hmm. So they just like they jam the accelerator in and pull the parking brake up. So then they put a noose around the parking brake. So when you pull it down, it just launches off. Oh, I see. That's what they did. But the car seems she goes around corners, and the car seems to follow her around corners. And, and that's, that's where you, you see, see the cloaked man. <laughs> it's clearly a guy driving it. But yeah, so that she dodges out of the way, and it drives off a fucking cliff. Bear in mind, it had knocked over a bell, which was just setting off an alarm. And then the police fucking show up. The police response time in this film is fantastic. Incredible, yeah. They're, they're great. They're not very good at, like, solving crimes, but no. they'll turn up when on time. No, but I, I, I think it's a fucking tiny town, so... Yeah. I, I feel like all of the town show up for the birthday party for some reason. The one thing I was thinking of is, like, Joyce's dad is um is away because his heart's bad so he's on holiday with his with his wife yeah and i keep thinking like when he gets back he's gonna see like welcome to meadowville population <laughs> it's just gonna be like 300 <laughs> etched out to 200 it's just gonna, <laughs> gonna be, be like, burning buildings my heart, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> those damn kids <laughs> yeah they go to check the car and, and that's know. pretty cool but like it was like a no oh. budget no budget film as well and then just to have like like they had a, a stunt they had a car fly she did her own her. stunts james she got her foot tangled in those cables all on her own the next thing that happens is so fucking bizarre they both get into the police car and then the radio comes on to say that like a psycho has been spotted yeah and then loads of people call in that they think they like, know the psycho your wife is your wife knows the psycho you, the chief knows the psycho your 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 mother's aunt knows the psycho i guess that was humor is that humor that we just witnessed there maybe i don't know he he seemed like a really shit cop as well like yeah later on when they're like so you're getting any closer to solving this thing is like well we have clues but we don't know what to oh. do with them <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now we see like taxi driver. Curtis is like pulling a gun on on it, like, "Hey, you talking to me?" Like, yeah, classic. like spinning the gun round and like pointing at the mirror, practicing, yeah. looking very badass. Uh, he now exits out the window because he's going on the hunt. I assume for Jimmy. Oh no, he tries to shoot some kids through the fence. He sees them playing football or whatever at fucking night in the pitch black. 
Yeah. That that that's the bit that I was thinking was weird. Like they just have like random murderous impulses. When he's like, I could kill you. Oh no, the dad's coming, I'll go. Yeah, I mean to be fair, legit serial killers do that. They'll just pick some rando yeah. cunt to kill and then we'll get stopped last minute. There's a bit in the Night Stalker documentary, it's on Netflix, where there's a, a lady listed as a Night Stalker survivor because I think one of them spotted him at the window and he just pelted it. And I'm like, you're not really a survivor, are you? Because like mm. a couple of those people got like shot and survived. I wouldn't say you <laughs> survived the Night Stalker. Guilt, though. Yeah, um, so there's something so then, going on at the same time, right? So there's a couple of things going on now. So Debbie's oh, getting yeah. her rocks off again. She's watching through that peephole and watching Beverly getting getting handsy with a what I can only assume is pot smoking boyfriend. Mm. And that's where we see Debbie now has this pristine new set of arrows in her cupboard, and she pokes it through. And I thought she was gonna like wait until they're fucking and shoot a bow through both of them, which would have been great, <laughs> but might have cost too much to do. Yeah. It might have been too hard. Uh, so instead, she just pokes the arrow through to like move some clothes out of the way so she can get a, a real good view. I like she did that with the arrow as opposed to her finger, but I guess the point is to show us that... It um... was too far It was too far out, but the okay, arrow Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was to set it up. And everything, they set up everything. Yeah, she could she could shoot quite a range inside that fucking room, considering it's only a small hole that you can just see through. Like it, it just should be straight. You can't really get any angle because it's also in a cupboard. So like, yeah, like you can only go so far to the left while pulling a bow back. <laughs> um, also, like, I mean, I I, have, I haven't done much archery in my life but like the amount she was putting that back it looked like it was just going to like spit out and fall on the floor <laughs> <laughs> luckily her sister stuck her face into the hole to see what was going on at the same time all this is happening Joyce is going through her astrology book and working out who people are based on uh, when they were born and then yeah. she does some sort of astrology math to figure out that Debbie has no soul yeah, so she said when the when Debbie was born, the the sun was completely covering the moon, which meant that uh, or the moon was completely covering the sun. Sorry, which meant that Saturn... it meant that they were all boiled alive. <laughs> <laughs> which meant that Saturn Saturn wasn't visible, which means that she's missing something from her personality and 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 Saturn controls rings. your emotions. She's missing rings from her personality. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Perpetually single. <laughs> so then uh, I think also it's, it's either here or it's later on, but she's like chatting with her like professor that she's doing work with. And she's talking about how like every 20 years when this thing happens in the solar system as well, each president has been murdered. Like the president that is um, is elected in that year. Yeah. And I mean, later on as well, she says she's going to college for this shit, but thankfully decides to become a reporter instead. I'm like, good, don't go to college for fucking yeah, with crackbox fucking theories. The guy's like, yeah. you should definitely put that in your paper. <laughs> they mentioned to him earlier that she wants to fuck him, but I so, think she has a boyfriend. So yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, you should write about that. Yeah. It's very I... clever. <laughs> <laughs> so now. Curtis sneaks up on 
Jimmy who's taking the trash out and it goes no, to shoot him. No, they're both inside at that point. They're going through the astrology charts and yeah. um and Curtis walks up and holds the gun to the to the window. But the lights get turned on in the car behind, like the headlights. Oh, yeah. And he stands there for a very thing. long amount of time holding a gun, staring at like a deer in the headlights and then runs off. Yeah. They must have been like, it's just a fox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure like if they looked up from their astrology books, they would have seen the uh, shadow of a fucking little boy carrying a gun on the on the wall. Later on, there's a scene where... Joyce and Timmy are talking and they seem to be boarding up a broken window. And I don't remember that window ever getting broken. No, I, no, they weren't. So they were sticking like black paper over it. And I think maybe they were just blocking it so that people couldn't look in and shoot them. Okay. Bizarre. Maybe they were blocking out the fucking crime scene outside the window because literally right outside oh a van God. pulls up. And these guys urge the fuck is so hard. Van pulls up in like a suburban road. They both get out of the front seats and like walk through the middle into the back of their fuck van, and like <laughs> the bank bus <laughs> immediately strip off. And this guy is just like <laughs> he has a thing for enormous disc nipples. And just like lathers his face in the biggest nits I've ever seen. Then he, the little boy, climbs up on the car, and they don't hear him that time. And he's yeah. looking in the window, being like, "Oh my god, people are deaf in this film." But then they do hear he's him like, when he sneaks around great. the back. Yeah, yeah well, he I sne- think he like, I think he taps on the door. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, because he's, he's like, waiting. she's like, go check. Imagine if he just fucking opened the door to his fuck van to the bang bus, and it like balls out. To like a neighbor being like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, they read, there's children literally. They're blacking out the window so they can't see who you fucking. He's like, creeps. "Get out you, of here!" Do you want to? Do you want to join us? It's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. Well, that little boy's about to shoot his load, James, all fucking over her. Hell. He he, right in the head. Like, yeah, fucking, fucking bang bullseye between the eyebrows, and he drops. And then he turns to the naked chick and she's just like scarpering back and he shoots her and then like teleports to inside the van and just unloads his weapon on her. (laughs) I imagine the sound of a gun is quite loud, but I imagine inside a van would probably be made even louder. In a hollow van, it's probably amplified. (laughs) Exactly. On, on a residential quiet street at night and nobody heard that. And they don't question the kid that's been carrying around this fake gun everywhere. Yeah. That scene specifically, I felt like I'd seen before. It might have been a flashback to like a similar scene in one of the Friday the 13th when a guy gets a party thing through the face. There's been plenty of van fucking 80s murder scenes. Well, I looked it up to see if this has been on anything and that's how I found out it's on Red Letter Media. But apparently, James, in the lore of this show, it was referenced in both episodes of the Ban This Sadist videos, the documentaries I have on my box of bands, which is where we get the title from this show from. Amazing. Well done. Well done, bloody birthday. So speaking of a bloody birthday, or a bloodless birthday, should we say. Yeah, disappointingly bloodless birthday. Yeah, yeah. Considering the fucking title of this movie is Bloody Birthday, this is the only day of the week where there has been no blood. Well, the plan, I believe, was to make Joyce look fucking mental, and they weren't actually going to kill anyone. 
Well, that wasn't the plan at first, I don't think. But like, he's always scheming. He's always got an idea. And then the like wannabe triplets are chatting, and they say how Joyce is like is onto them. Mm. So yeah, so Curtis says like, "Don't worry, I've got a plan to make sure that it looks like she's losing it, and that people uh, don't believe her." But then I also was like, I fell for it. Because I was like, it's just Curtis, and he can't resist the idea of poisoning an entire party. Well, I thought he had poisoned one of, at least two of the cakes, but he hadn't. He had only done one of them. Well, he um, no, he hadn't done either of them. He does the last one, doesn't he? Well, he did. He did the second cake. So they bring out the first cake, and then yeah. get all the kids to come over. And just before that, he had looked. Oh, down I wrote down point. that she cuts that cake like a fucking psychopath. Did you see that? She cut like the corner off of a circle cake. Yeah. Like a, a square corner off of a circle cake. What a fucking psycho. Also, either that or like. She's the killer. She has the biggest fucking balls of anyone because I would have to like go through and be like, all right, we'll cut it down the middle and then the yeah. middle and then we'll slice it into. Like she just knew what size that slice could be. Yeah. Bravo. Airtight, airtight, yeah. James. So. So yeah, so then Curtis had spotted the ant thing earlier, but we hadn't seen him touch it. And then he came in when he decided when just before they said they need another cake, he went in, grabbed the thing of icing, and like squirted it around the first cake. She's like, "What mm-hmm. are you doing? You made it look shit, your birthday boy." Because they kept cutting arguably, shots of people he... eating the cake. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing they were setting us up. Up, they were setting us up to believe in it. Yeah, and. Like, arguably, he did a nice ring around it on the first one, and it looked all right. And Do I you know was like, what? I wrote down for the lad. second one that it's not even that bad either. <laughs> it wasn't. And she basically just out gone round and round and round in circles. Yeah. And then she came in, she was like, you little jerk. And as she came in, he, like, grabbed the um, the ant thing. By the way, they've that party has just eaten two ginormous cakes. Also, a fucking rate of knots. If you knew that you needed that many cakes, that you made three cakes, bring why out. didn't you bring them all out at the same time, as opposed to setting setting them up with and fucking in a kitchen three with kids' birthdays? Give them one cake each to blow up. As a twin, I want my own fucking cake. <laughs> I know, but they kept these cakes at a party full of underage children with in a kitchen with cake stuff. And ant killer on the counter. And they clearly have an ant problem. Otherwise, they wouldn't have the ant killer. So don't leave the <laughs> fucking icing out because you'll get that's how you get ants. That's how you get the ants. <sighs> so, yeah. Joyce comes Bad in parenting. and Richie is like icing the shit out of this cake and he's holding a piping bag in one hand and grabs the thing and puts it behind his back. The oh, ant so you poison. think he didn't poison it? No. Because he and dropped I was, the can. I was like, "You crafty okay. fuck! Like you're you're holding holding it behind you." I was like, oh, "Actually, no. I thought you're normally smarter than that. Why would you get busted with the ant poison?" But they they fucked us over as the audience because they kept showing all the kids. And there was another kid when she said it was poison who looked like he was about to shit himself. Well, yeah, because you've just been told that your cake's poisoned. And so then Joyce was like, "You like he he drops the can." She's like. You murderous fuck, and like runs out and like starts slapping cake out of people's hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this looks like she's got a bit acting. hysterical. The granddad is like, "My little boy's never told a lie ever." And then he's like, well, "Let me finger this cake," 
And what I liked oh, is they yeah. kept cutting back to that cake and they are clearly done that take a few times because they're just like scooping oh, through scoops. When she was just like, don't do it, don't do it. And she grabbed his arm and tried to pull it away from his face. He had icing on his mouth already. <laughs> but the, then Curtis comes over and fucking dips his finger in it and then fucking... Oh, and he was, like, it was, he was like, it was just on the side. I was putting it away. I was putting yeah. the ant killer away. <laughs> Good on him. He made her look. He made her look crazy. In front of the whole town, James. And then that guy comes in and is like, oh, she, she's all shook up because she found a dead body yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bless <laughs> my soul, he said. <laughs> oh, and also the mum came out to be like, I wish everyone could be his day. Oh, God, um, yeah. Because the, the one dad died like two days ago <laughs> and they're still having this massive party that she had to bake three fucking cakes for. She didn't also seem to care that it was clearly the kid's fault that the dad died because even if they didn't mash his head in with a fucking thing, they left a skateboard on the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she does say like she doesn't want Curtis around anymore later on. And I think she's already, like... She did blame them as well, I think, at one point for the skateboard. Yes. So now we're going to the sister, right? Oh, wait. Some random guy breaks into their house and she tries to award him with the best fucking cameo ever. She picks up that fucking award. <laughs> the Oscar, which I didn't notice was an Oscar. And at one point, she's walking around holding this thing and it looked like a, a fucking golden dildo. And I was like, <laughs> what is that? What did she win? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biggest dick award. It's this is like this is a this is a nice red herring, right? It's like nightmares in a damaged brain again, where there's a oh, babysitter yeah. in a house, and for some unknown reason, her boyfriend pays her a visit and hides in a fucking cupboard. He, yeah, he acts as a murderer. Yeah, he sneaks in through the back door and hides in a cupboard. You know what though? It's the eighties. Flirting was achieved through fear and intimidation. I guess. He, they hadn't invented consent, James, so he didn't need to ask if he could enter her back door. <laughs> James, you get it. Now who gets the biggest dick award? <laughs> <laughs> you never see this guy again. I don't know if they alluded to the fact she was seeing someone in the previous scene when she was talking about fancying the other assistant or whatever. Nah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she mentions having a boyfriend, doesn't she? But he's in yeah. college or something. Yeah. So then she's like, what about your finals? He's like, I, all I care about is you, babe. And then the kid, Timmy, just sits there and like, pals, watching his sister making out with this guy. Yeah. And I'm like, filmmaker, you've made some questionable choices. So she sends him away and locks and tells him to lock himself in his room. And I bet she's checking her cupboards for peepholes. Why do people perv over their own relatives in this film? Because yeah. he was perving over her and the Debbie was perving over... Debbie's evil, Thank so you. that makes sense. There's some but... weird choices. Yeah. There's... Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't make sense. So she's evil and murderous, but why is she getting her rocks off by watching her sister get naked and, and, and being felt up? It was the 80s. Porn was hard to get hold of. Yeah, then then. <laughs> These kids, if they just had the internet, James, their lives would be saved. Yeah, they'd never leave their bedrooms. It's fine. Yeah, that whole town would have been saved like multiple <laughs> funerals in one week. Oh, kids, get your best funeral cowboy shirt on. It's time to go. <laughs> Someone else has died. Hey, very soon. But at that point, when um, when Joyce was like swinging the award round to um, to to give it to her boyfriend. I was really hoping she was going to accidentally kill her boyfriend. <laughs> like, 
it was another one of those scenes where I just wanted I wanted another body count, but by accident. You wanted Tail and Docker versus Evil or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just called that Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Not I just called that Day- Tail and Docker by complete <laughs> <Tail and> accident. <laughs> like Duck Ducktails. <laughs> and now we go to the sister getting getting dressed to go out but she can't find her nail polish yes yeah exactly that so um so then beverly is trying to find her um her nail polish blames debbie and then like as you do when you're trying to find something in a drawer you pull the entire drawer out and throw it in the air <laughs> and she finds this scrapbook buried at the bottom of it this is the one bit where I was just like, it's not the actress's fault. Maybe it's the script and maybe it's the choices on the day. But when she, when you find a fucking murder book in your sister's room and you're flicking through it and you find pictures of your dad in there who had just been murdered. I'm not saying you're implying that your sister, the 10 year old would be a murderer because you never think that, but you would be a bit upset if you've yeah. just found a fucking murder book. And turn the page and saw a picture of your own dad in it. Although maybe yeah. she got and, the and she was pissed. She was like, "What is this? You, you, you sick freak!" At least the mum addresses it when she sees the picture of the dad. But maybe yeah. the sister had the grief fucked out of her by that fucking druggy guy while her yeah. other sister watched. She was still high. Yeah, drugs, man. I'll make you do some fucked up shit. Yeah. So then, kid sister was like, "Hey, that's my private property. What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. which is like come on dude it's a murder book just be like what is that <laughs> the worst thing is is in the year 2021 if like a kid had a murder book on him you'd be like oh you're interested in murder are you well you know there's a podcast for that like <laughs> <laughs> and then she I, mate there's a there's a whole fucking netflix series just watch how to get away with murder i've never yeah. seen it but i assume it's a step-by-step on how to get away without being caught do you know what? I've watched it and I've never been caught for a murder, James. Amazing. It works. Yeah. And then like all the cupboards burst open, all these corpses <laughs> fall. <laughs> With no bloodstains anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they go to the mum and the mum gets annoyed and she's like, it's not mine, it's Curtis. He's a, he's a fucking weirdo. She's like, I hate that prick. And he had a skateboard. So then Beverly goes and burns the book. Yeah. Which we've learned in lots of horror films, you do not burn murder books. Imagine if the little kids started melting. (laughs) (laughs) Or this like oatmeal, it's green, comes out of her sleeve. And there's a moment where I thought she was going to fire poke Beverly in the back of the head. And that would have been sweet. And then like her face could have... If there was a higher budget film, she like pickaxes or um, fire pokes her in the back of the head. She falls face first into the fire burns house goes up in flames mum up in the shower dies kid runs out being like it was horrible at <laughs> the end she does manage to catch her about to poke her a question and then she's like oh give me that fire poker there's a couple times where you're like oh no they're gonna catch the kid doing something crazy and then they get out of it really easily and then she's like did it did did it did but then she calls up fucking her mate she was like get here now we need to deal with my sister but she can't yeah. wait, mate. She can't wait. She's, uh, I think, as after watching them get their rocks off, she, she, she wants to enjoy herself by killing. Mm-hmm. So she, she gets her arrow, and she's uh, her sister's. I think just changing again and again and again because it's all she does. Yeah. But this time she's classy and she's wearing a bra. Yeah. 
And I really liked what she did. She was like looking through the peephole, but tapping the arrow on the inside of the closet. Yeah, genius. The sister knows about the hole now, by the way, because uh, Joyce had told her. Oh, yeah. Um, and she didn't seem that bothered about it. Her reaction at first is like, oh, really? And then she was like, ew. But that, that was about it. And then she was like, I'm going to get my tits out more. Yeah. <laughs> and some real money. It's your cupboard. Close your cupboard door, maybe. But the sister as well is hasn't even pulled back the fucking bow yet. She it's still like she's still got to do all that. But yeah, she keeps tapping on the thing and waiting for her. And, and in a stu- move a move of stupidity, the sister like was what are you doing in there and doesn't just walk around to the other side into the cupboard to be like, what the fuck are you doing? She like leans in and looks in with her eye. We get a we, we get a Fauci special on a lower budget. Yeah, and you you don't see the eye penetration, which I think no. is what we all want. You just see, like, oh no, there's an arrow in my eye, and she falls over dead. I mean, you see her falling probably back still be with alive. the arrow in her eye, which is decent. And they yeah. they they even try to do a sound effect later when the kids come in, they they pull the arrow out. But Aren't it the wasn't, kids like it wasn't you didn't wait, wait for enough. us? It was crunchy. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "What happened? You you killed her. You didn't even let us have fun." Yeah. And then they do something really fucking 80s, which a serial killers did. They drag her out and just dump her in the street. Dump her by the trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, I assume at their house. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, just out the back. Like, how that, far could they carry that? Uh, they almost get caught dragging her out because the phone rings and the mum's in the shower. Yeah. But they managed to blow that off. And then. I also thought they were going to cut to, like, gratuitous nudity in the shower, but. No, the mum was. They managed to avoid James. Yeah, there was only three pairs of tits in this film, not four. (laughs) And thankfully, they were only out for a quick flash. (laughs) Yeah, then the mum comes in and finds Debbie cleaning up the blood, and she says it's paint from the nails, from the nail varnish or whatever, which is like good save, good save, really, really clever. And then we cut straight, like hard cut to the uh, to to the the funeral. And the mum's just in tears, being like, another one? Another what? one? James, what happens now? Does the mum just be like, do you know what? I'm going to go to hospital. The mum's like, I need to check myself in because I'm losing it. And it's a general hospital, but I guess they do like medic- like like mental hospital as well. She's just crouched down talking to her daughter, be like, mummy will be home soon, okay? And then goes up in her funeral gear, turns around, and is escorted away by like doctors into a hospital. Now <laughs> I've arranged I've arranged to be murdered in the hospital. Now the little girl euthanized is le- <laughs> is left with someone by the looks of it. Yeah, I'm not sure what happens. But here. who the fuck that I is? I think the mum ends up then coming and going anyway. I thought she'd made that up. When she says to Joyce that, oh, mum's going to be back, but she has to do a thing that night. Can you come look after us? I thought she was making that up. But then she comes back. Maybe it was, because no woman seemed to be looking after that little girl. But there was a woman stood with her when the mum gets carted off. Yeah. She's like, I'll be back anytime soon. And then they just put her in a straitjacket. (laughs) They wheel her off. She's like, I'll be back anytime soon. And just like gets carted (laughs) off. That was so weird, that bit. It was strange. Like, they could have had that scene, like, in front of a padded cell and just closed the door. (laughs) Also, at what point do you start to think it's a bit suspicious that two people in your family have died in very close proximity to your house? And to your daughter. 
Yeah. So you're like, do you know what? Fend for yourself. I'm going to go away until the murder is caught. I'm going to be in a padded cell. I don't know. I don't have kids, but I don't think I would trust a, a 10-year-old girl to clean up varnish, like nail, nail, nail polish from no. a carpet. Especially when it smells like pennies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also uh, pull the fucking arrow out and chuck it back through the hole. Which, so like, like, imagine if the mum, the mum's like, I've just got out of the shower. I'm going to open up the fucking cupboard and get a shirt, and there's just a bloody arrow on the floor no, with an no, eye that, in that it. Was her, yeah, but that was her daughter's. Like, that was the kid's oh, was bedroom. it? Okay, yeah, <laughs> fucking eye in it. <laughs> <laughs> so after the funeral, okay, so now they set something up here, and Timmy is sat on the step with Joyce, and Timmy's being like. Hey, what is with death? And Joyce is like, my friend just died. This is horrible. Don't ask these questions. Don't think about it. Hey, go get the pruning shears. We need to make sure the garden looks good for when dad gets home. And I'm uh, like, uh, uh, pruning shears? James, you're wrong. She says, go get the pruning shears. We need to cut the lawn. And I was like, I think there's another device you can use for that. <laughs> you do see the pruning shears again. Yeah. But they set it up and what, I'm like, ti- what I'm- is the time frame of this? Because she's wearing a white shirt. She says, go get the pruning shears. He shows up at their house, starts throwing stones at them, which isn't doing the pruning shears. And then when the girl's like, oh, my mum's, it seems to be the same day. And she's sharpening the pruning shears. And she's like, my mum is not, it's not going to be home. Can you come babysit me? She's now wearing a black shirt and is wearing different clothes. She was setting up the sprinkler. Maybe she got all damp and see-through. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, so yeah. So she, so like, she sets up the pruning shears and like, sweet, someone's gonna get like sliced up and cut in half. Mm-hmm. And then when the little girl turns up, she's oh, which happens in a minute, but she's like sharpening those those shears to make sure they're fucking like razor sharp. Yeah, yeah. Before that, Timmy turns up. And tries to lob bricks through Debbie's window. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, I fucking hate you guys. You're murderous scum and no one knows it. He, mu- Yeah, he must know that Debbie's involved at this point. Yeah. Which I then think... leads to the second plot hole. When the fucking Debbie shows up and is like, can you come babysit me tonight? Yeah. She'd be, she'd be like, no. Also, my best friend died today. We went to her funeral this afternoon. Do you want me to go hang out in her house into her room? That has a fish tank with no fish in it. <laughs> yeah, I wondered. I wondered if, like, because she looked at that fish tank earlier, and I wondered if maybe Debbie had killed all her fish. <laughs> oh, maybe that would have been a cool setup <laughs> if they were all just buried in the garden. Or like she's there with an arrow, just like stabbing each of the fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's hunting season. She opens her drawer, pulls the book out, and there's loads of dead fish underneath it. <laughs> So yeah, so they they chase Timmy, who's like smashed it, and they have a like a around the town, mm-hmm. and then they pin down, and also they mention the sprinkler as well in the scene before I think as well, but they pin down Timmy, and they like wrap a hose over his neck, and they're choking him out while I think Stephen's the muscle, and then um, what's face Curtis is like covering his mouth and nose. Yeah, yeah, and then Beverly notices that the sprinkler is like not beverly um, beverly can't see because no, she's got beverly an arrow in her eye yeah so she joyce sees the sprinkler moving around she's like that's fucking weird and then like 
and walks around. This is where Debbie does her innocent thing. And she's like, yeah, yeah. stop it, stop it, you're hurting him. Yeah. You see her look over and see her come and then she just changes. Like she's great, man. Yeah, and it's like and it's that look of like oopsie. I didn't know. Did I do that? Oh, look at that fucking that. smug face. She's man. like, whoops, I didn't know they were trying to kill that kid. My bad. Then I think the kids or Timmy runs off and then she's like, I'm gonna call the fucking sheriff and you and this is where Curtis's plan comes in, in into gear. Because um, he says, you can't do that. You already look crazy. And don't touch me. I'm a minor. Um, yeah, my I'll granddad my dad will sue you. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. This is starting to wrap up, James. We get into the, the climax. She's, shear- she's sharpening her shears. Yeah. And um, the little girl comes over and says, can you come babysit me tonight? And she's like, despite how bizarre you've been and the two deaths in your house recently. One yes. of which is my best friend. One of which is my best friend, and that was this morning. Yes, and I And I will. guess now my boyfriend has fucked me. He's gone back to college, yeah. <laughs> so I'm free. <laughs> uh, even though there's a teacher position now opened up at the school, yes, I will come and babysit you. And now we get the Scooby-Doo-esque... Debbie lets in the boys, and Curtis does his lock trick. Yeah, and takes the key with him as well. Yes, pockets the key. To be fair, Joyce does some great fucking science to open it later on. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. That's um, it's like it's like in any film where it's like, crap, an electrical lock. Let me hit it with a <laughs> shovel, and if we break the lock off, then the door we can will open, open this electric door. <laughs> Didn't that happen to your parents? Didn't they take the door handle off of a door? to because the, the it got broken and you were like you've just yeah. double locked it now because now you can't even open it they literally called me up yesterday being like so we think we can't get into the loft we can't find the key to it so we're we're going to take the handle off and like that's not going to work again it still won't work <laughs> we're going to take the roof um, off to get to it hell. <laughs> that, that you can get in then this is where the the anti really ups and you can tell that by the crash zooms yes there is <laughs> this is a very like free stooge-esque seat like series of events though the way they all get captured and stuff timmy's asleep on the sofa and she's listening to music with her headphones on so she can't hear the fucking heavy gun aiming at the back of her head but then timmy wakes up and sees her shouts at her sister duck. she ducks down to take her headphones she off shout, she shouts duck yeah he shouts duck <laughs> but she's like, what? But she goes down to take her headphones off and the guy shoots at her and misses and she like fucking drops to the floor. Then as I can see in the background on you right now, Debbie comes in and whips her fucking signature skipping rope around Timmy's neck and starts choking him out while the guy's like fucking unloading at uh, the sister and missing every shot. It's like any moment she has to kill, or any moment they had to kill, it's like, yes, now we do it. Go, go, go. Yeah. The no, uh, no one's there's a fucking great moment here with the sister literally lamps Debbie. <laughs> yep, I've written the same thing down, and like I, that's the thing that I kept that was hoping. Awesome. Like, I kept hoping one of these kids would like try something, and then like someone would just like elbow them in the face and they go flying, and she gets hit in the face by what I can only assume is like a polystyrene lamp. But it like yeah, yeah. like 
she's got proper shock in her face and she falls back and she's like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> Adults can do that. That was great. That was great. Um, and then she tries they are... to throw a fire poker at like Curtis as well, but misses. They are a sort of threat, but also not. They're only a threat because he's got a gun, but you take away that gun and you can kick the fuck out of them. Um, they run out of bullets, right? And then I can't remember why the two of them run off, but they're like, whoop, 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 and like, let they run off to like to reload, I think. But then, like, but also that they remind me of like fucking gremlins. It's like, yeah, they'll fuck you up, but you could probably just kick one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Royce, Royce, Joyce, and Timmy run off to the dead girl's bedroom and lock themselves in with a heavy trunk, leaving the door yeah. open. They know there's a hole in it. But, I mean, who cares about the fucking hole in the door? Because the boy starts shooting through the brick wall to try he to get He shoots through the door first, and then he starts, like, shooting <laughs> Really high walls. as well. So he was, like, aiming up. Maybe he thought she was leaning against the door. Because she yeah. got a chair under the door handle and then shoved the fucking crate behind it. And then, yeah, and then just starts, like, shooting all the way along. Maybe it's a drywall. Yeah. Like, shoots, like, all the way along it. And she's, like, carrying him. They'd also already cut the phone lines as well. Yeah, that was cool. When you saw them setting shit up, they ran. Because she does the classic horror movie trope that I hate of picking up the phone and tapping down the receiver, which is going to hang it up anyway. So I don't know why people do that. But yes, they can't call for help. I guess like uh, before it was like, oh, maybe if it's not on the hook, it hasn't disconnected the call. So you press it properly. She, She gets shot at with arrows as well. And then fucking Timmy, who doesn't give a fuck, comes up with a genius plan that would last two seconds he sticks a fucking mirror or a brush into the hole which you could then yeah. just push out from the other side yeah, whereas fine. like what you should have done is just shut the door to the fucking cupboard maybe she didn't have a door in the cupboard because i thought it was you weird done, that she left it open the whole time you could have done a just like pull the things. clothes in front of it so she can't see <laughs> or just stand slowly slightly to the left of it so that she can't hit you there was yeah, hundreds like, of things if you you've could got, have done. Yeah, but think, if you've got like a little hole, you can aim like probably yeah. like 160 degrees or something. You can aim pretty far around. But still, she's not going to have I guess like, you got just stand with your back to that wall and they can't shoot through. But the dude's fucking blasting through the door. Yeah, Fair yeah. Enough. It's airtight. Yeah. It's airtight. But then the kid with the knife, who I can see here, walks in and gets foiled so easily simply by chucking water on him it's great which, which shocks him somehow Joy, joyce scopes out the the fishing bowl and she's like she sees sees the the door opening and she's like shh, shh, i got this picks up the fishing bowl i was like she's gonna bat like bat <laughs> him with it that's what i thought she was gonna she's chuck gonna it on cave him. in his face and he's gonna be like stewing like, in she's taller Gale, than like, him. lumps of glass sticking yeah. out of him I thought she was just going to drop it on his head. But no, she's just like, throws water on him. And he's like, oh no, one of my two weaknesses getting wet. And then she, the trunk is open and they push him in. And he's like, oh no, my second weakness. And then they just shut the trunk Being and lock him in. Gently ushered into a box. <laughs> yeah. And then they go downstairs and what's his face tries to shoot them again. But yeah. he's right. Oh, but that's where she grabs um, the, the sheriff's gun, but he swapped it for the replica. Yes. And she and he's like, "Ha ha! It's a replica." She, he he fires and he hasn't got any bullets. So Timmy just fucking lamps him. That's so good because he pulls. He's like, "I've got you, motherfuckers!" They're like panicking, and he pulls the trigger, 
and realizes he's instantly fucked. I thought the girl was going to beat him up, but Timmy just runs in and lamps the fuck out of him. And then <laughs> they she hog tie him. They hog tie him, yeah. But all while this is happening, the little girl has snuck away, randomly run across her mum. Yeah, she ran outside into a garden, and her mum was driving in. Yeah. At this as, point, as well, Timmy's been sent to the neighbours to call the to police. call the police, who showed up instantly. And then the mum is just like, we need to get the fuck out of here and change our names. I've just, she must know. She must have figured out it's her daughter doing the killing and doesn't give a fuck, even though two of the fucking victims were her husband and her own daughter that she'd never told how much she wanted her and loved her. (laughs) Do you reckon she was always like, I hate you and I never wanted you? (laughs) I was thinking in this scene, though, you would show up and see that the house is fucked up, yes, but there'd be a child hogtied on the floor, another one locked in a fucking trunk, and another one wearing a suspiciously short skirt. The police wouldn't be on the side of the babysitter, yeah. surely. Well, that's why I was thinking, like, if only they could kill Timmy, and then they could be... Uh, she was going to like run out to her mum and be like, Mum... Debbie said that she was going to babysit for us and then she tried to shoot us. She threw a lamp at my face. She hogtied yeah, yeah. this guy. She stuck to Exactly. Awesome if if that been... little girl had blamed it all on her, but she didn't. She blamed it all on Curtis, who the mum already hated because of the yeah. murder book. And, and she because was like, of but they're, they're going to blame me. So they just drove off and started a new life. Yeah, drove off and changed their names. Started a whole <laughs> new like, fucking life. You're, you're now Beth. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a mistake when she called her Beth, but then she was like, remember your new name? I'm Beth Simpson. Uh, Which reminded me of the scene in The Simpsons where they changed the name to the Thompsons and it takes fucking hours (laughs) for it to sink in. Mr. Thompson, when I step on your foot. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, then we have the the last body count in this film where she's like, don't worry, from now on I'll be a good girl. And we're she's playing, she with a, like playing with a jack. She's playing with like, a jack, yeah. Like, raising up and then, like, lowering it so she knows how to use it. Mm-hmm. And the camera does a nice little pull round to reveal that the mechanic is crushed under this, like, massive lorry. <laughs> <laughs> like his head was crushed by the wheel. Wow. What what a fucking treat, James. I don't, know if, I don't know if we're going to get shit for this but the score i've given it isn't isn't a low one i genuinely uh really enjoyed this and i'm probably going to check out afterwards what red letter media had to say about it because what? if it's negative i i, I can't see why there's only a couple of bits that would absolute shit but overall I mean, it was a lot of fun good ratings i think like i'm sure i mean like prime ratings are kind of all over the shop mm-hmm. i'm sure it's like four star what how did you view this james what did you give it of uh, your patented out of five score 3.5 which is lower than i want to give it i gave it 3.5 and i would have given it a four if there was yeah. more violence if there was more violence if there was more blood if you if there were if there were some effects mm-hmm. it's lacking that yeah but like if you if you turn this up from like a 15 to an 18 mm-hmm. with a bit more gore you're you're not far for five no if you, if you add some good good gore scenes to this yeah but it's a good premise really like these little fucking murdering cunts but you they're really good at lying and being innocent so you're never going to suspect them you'd never in a million years suspect these kids of being the i want to see i want to see a sequel where it was like supposed to be one tw- but... 20 years later 
they've come out uh, they come out of juvie or yeah. like 10 years later they come out of juvie and she comes across them in a bar and they're like 18 20 20 years old and they go on like a murderous rampage and there's another so there's another fucking solar eclipse and it's time to start again exactly 20 years later and then they have to go kill the president <laughs> <laughs> they get a hankering for some presidential murder <laughs> Bloody Independence Day, <laughs> mate! Wow, that was, a, what, that was a treat. That was a fucking treat. What a surprise! I was just like, "Fucking James, always picking stuff based on what the cover looks like." But yeah, what a fucking surprise! I, I legit enjoyed that film. That was really good. Yeah, I could watch it again. So, what are we watching next? Well, James, as it's going to be the summertime, I figured we haven't been to a camp in a while, so I've decided that we should. I don't even know if it's got a camp in it now that I'm saying this, but there's a film I wanted to see based on the poster called Don't Go Into the Woods. Dot, dot, dot. Alone. <gasps> I think it's just called Don't Go Into the Woods. But... So someone that can be easily overpowered with two people. <laughs> another, another child murderer. Yes, I hope. Nice. Uh, uh, so when is that from? The eighties. The eighties. Nice. <laughs> uh, it is on. It is available on Shudder, James, but also other places where you normally watch stuff. Let me just look it up right now. Don't go into the woods. Is from nineteen eighty one, the same year as uh, our uh, the film we just did today. Beautiful by oh my director God. James uh, Bryan. I just went onto the images and saw uh, potentially the killer who looks a bit like Madman Mars. Oh, thank God. Oh, there's, there's a literal sign in the woods that says, don't go in the woods. Nice. <laughs> Poster says, warning, this motion picture depicts scenes of graphic violence. Everyone has nightmares about ugliest ways to die. Do they? <laughs> yeah, don't you? Um, I can I can say that this director has done such hits as Boogie Vision, Lady Street Fighter, Sex oh, Aliens. Lady Street Fighter? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I'm thinking of Sister Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. <laughs> this is another porn director, isn't it? I imagine so. Um, Sex Aliens, Swedish Erotica 73. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirtiest Game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. James, we're going to be in for a treat on the next... So it is filth. Bloody birthday. A terrifying journey into the bazaar. Will you get out alive? <laughs>